Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Basketball Fiends Podcast, a proud member of the Arisquina Podcast Network. My name is Jesus Acevedo Jr. and I'm joined by Alex Aguilera. Say hello to the people, Alex. Hello, people. Hello, people. <laughs> and joining us this week is the one and only, and you definitely can't clone him, the Minnesota Timberwolves, Patrick Beverly. Let's give him a round of applause, Patrick Beverly. Okay, so, so Patrick Beverly isn't actually a guest today, but he did make the rounds across multiple ESPN shows and podcasts this week, Alex, and he got plenty to say. Yeah, I mean, well, we all know the man is, he, he is a man of words indeed, so yeah, he, he let it all out. <laughs> he, he, he specifically wanted to focus on one team, the Phoenix Suns, and one player, Chris Paul, and, you know, Pretty much, you know, one of the things he said was that he like he he can have a drink before the night he plays the Phoenix Suns. You know, he'll have a drink, a wine, a steak, go to sleep at ten thirty. He's like, compare when I have to guard Steph Curry, I'm going to sleep at eight thirty. Like I'm saying, Mama, if you call me, I'm not going to answer. You know, I have to play defense tomorrow. You know, like yeah. so. But it, it was interesting, like how raw with it he he was. Uh, I don't think we've had a player like that. Uh, in a long time, and I'm trying to find somebody to compare him to, but I just can't. Nah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, like we've had plenty of trash talkers in this league. I think for him, it's it's a different level. I don't want to say another level, like a different level, and in, in in the respect that you know he he's willing to pull it put it out there publicly. Like out in the open for people to watch, listen. Like he doesn't give a damn. You know, it isn't just it stays on the court. Like he's willing to, you know, talk afterwards. And it's like, hey man, you can say what he wants, man. That's that's his thing. And I know some players came back at not at him, but well, I guess you could say. Nah, they came back at him. They came back at him. You know, Matt Barnes said that it was uh, almost disrespect. You know, he said you can critique a player, but then there's a line, and he pretty much crossed it. Also, Danny Green was saying, you know, Pat Bet, people are coming at you too. Luca was giving it to you, you know, a couple of playoffs ago. So, so yeah, but he definitely made the rounds. He definitely let it know. Uh, you know, like I said, focusing on the Suns, focusing on the uh, on Chris Paul. You know, I have to ask, what did Chris Paul do to him? You know, I know that. That's what everyone's asking. <laughs> That's like, the million dollar do? question. Maybe he got denied for an all star insurance policy, or or you know, State Farm, or or commercial, or something. That there must be something where we don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like for some reason, Chris Paul is on Patrick Beverly's blacklist. I like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I was hearing this stuff and I'm just like, man, like, where is this coming from exactly? Like, I'm just trying to, um, like, I'm just, I'm trying to come up uh, or think of instances, you know, where they cross paths. And I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they did, but I was just like, I, I can't recall like a really big, like Chris Paul, like Pat Bev beef, but I guess there is, I don't know. 
I mean, maybe Pat Bev is still mad that he got traded to the Clippers for Chris Paul to go to the Rockets. Or, you know, we we saw they had a little right. scuffle on, on, on court where Pat Bev shoved Chris Paul in the back. So, yeah, there must be something. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So there must be something, you know. But but there is one thing we know. We know that the Eastern Conference Finals are tied 1-1 as the Boston Celtics put a whooping on the Miami Heat, kind of in reversal of what happened in Game 1, Alex. And I'll be honest, you know, we were talking before we hit record that uh, I've been disappointed in this se- in, in this series because both games have been blowout. And, you know, we are recording this Thursday night, so technically, you know, the game is still going. But... The Boston Celtics have a 30-point lead with six minutes left. It, it, it'll be a historical collapse for them to lose this one. But, yeah, right. I, I've, I've been disappointed. I expected closer games in this series. Yeah, man. It's I, I mean, granted, these these uh, conference final series are early. They're like, you know, a game in or, in this case, game two with the Eastern Conference Finals. But, yeah, it's kind of a bummer to just see a blot in game one and now we're seeing a blot in game two. You would think, you know, this is the one-two seed, right? Was wait, was Boston the two seed? Yeah, Boston was the two seed. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I thought it was just kind of it was pretty much just gonna be like this slugfest where you know they just kind of go back and forth and something where I mean I think it'll still go into like you know game six, game seven territory, but I don't want it to be that serious where it's like okay, game two, Boston stomps Miami, and then Miami comes back and then stomps Boston in game three, and then it's just the back and forth of of teams getting blown out. It's just kind of like, yeah, okay. I, I, I definitely expected the battle to be kind of like, you know how in those classic Rocky movies, you know, they're just like duking it out and they're going back right. and forth. Yeah, and it's hard. Exactly. Uh, that's how they will see. But so far it's been one haymaker and then the other opponent hits the other haymaker, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, boom, uh, one punch knockout. And then game two, boom, one punch knockout. So I I, I do hope game three, we, we get the close game. Uh, and I think we will because, you know, game one, Boston played without Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Al Horford. <laughs> game two, Marcus Smart and Al Horford played and it made a big difference. So now Miami's going to have to make those adjustments now taking that into account. So I, I think game three will be a close one. But to me, Boston had to win this game too. It, you know, they, it, I don't want to say must win, but I think it was critical for them to to win yeah. this game. You know, yep. you, you, you take one from Miami yeah. at home. Yeah, man, just to to go home down to woe, not that and by no means is it impossible to come back, but to be able to steal that game two and then have the next two games at home, like, you know, you're able to come in with that momentum. And if you're able to come out um, a game three and four and you win those back to back, hey, that's, you know, that's that's a three one series lead. So, I mean, it just to, to be able to set yourself up for success, it's, you know, it's it's a great way. I mean. Boston has bounced back in the perfect way possible after getting stomped in game one to be able to, you know, capitalize and just dominate in game two right here. Uh, you can see how essential Marcus Martin and Al Horford are um, or have been in these playoffs. And, you know, we saw it in game one, how much Boston really needed those guys. So, I mean, Marcus Martin has 24 points so far in the game, still about five minutes left. Uh, Al Horford has 10 points. He's plus 16 uh, Marcus Smart is 31. And also, you know, Marcus Smart defensively, you know, he's made Jimmy Butler work. Yes, Jimmy Butler has 29 points, but he's had to work. He's 11 of 18 so far in, in the game, but he's a negative 20. 
Uh, so, you know, Marcus Moore has been effective on both sides of the floor. So, but like I said, I think game three tomorrow, which is Saturday when you people are listening to this podcast on Friday. So it's tomorrow, it's Saturday. Uh, I think game, game three, right? Game three is on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Cause they, so they like alternate days. Okay. So yeah, I, th I think I I'm expecting a close game Saturday night and it it'll be a perfect time. Uh, and I, you know, I, when the series started, before it started, I said this is gonna go seven games, but I had I didn't pick a winner. I I, I flip flop between the the both, you know. And until I I think until I see a close game, then I can really uh, assess who I think can win because I think both of these teams can win this series. Yeah, frankly put, you know, they both had great defenses. Uh, they both have their go to guy, you know, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and their second, you know, shot creator, which whether for the Heat you can go either Bam Adebayo or Tyler Hero. And with Boston is Jason, uh, I mean, uh, um, Jalen Brown. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't made a pick in this series yet. Alex, have have you? Uh, I'm rolling with Miami. I think Miami would, would take it in in a game seven. I just think uh, coming off of last year, where I think they kind of had that finals slump, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. But I really like what I saw from them coming out of the um, bubble and making that. Uh, finals run so i mean them being a one seed um this year i mean really didn't surprise me uh to see the kind of like the resurgence of tyler hero coming off the bench uh you're seeing victor oladipo um finding his form again so yeah i mean i think uh this miami team is just loaded you know it's game two it was a rough one i mean this it's, it's a team that i i i don't think is gonna get rattled um, getting stomped in game two after you know what we saw in game one. I think now they're just they're just gonna have to reassess. Like, oh, okay, now we know <laughs> this Boston team is no joke, especially with Marcus Smart and and Al Horford. Like when when Boston's fully healthy, like hey, they can they can take care of anybody. So they they definitely need somebody else to step up because game two, you know, like like we said, still going, uh, still less than five minutes, not about less than four minutes, but you know, uh. Tyler Hero, 14 points. Uh, no, sorry, 11 points, minus 33. You know, Bam out of bio, six points. So, you know, Jimmy Butler was the one carrying the offense. And typically, you know, the Miami Heat have uh, scoring spread around. You yeah. know, so I think they, they definitely need that to compete in the series. But the good thing is they have their defense to fall back on unless they get blitzed like the Boston Celtics uh, blitzed them in game two. Uh, another team that got blitzed was the Dallas Mavericks who got blitzed in game one by the Golden State Warriors. Another blowout, Alex. And to be honest, I, I, I have to ask, did the Golden State Warriors solve the Luka problem the Phoenix Suns couldn't answer? <laughs> uh, for game one, yes. <laughs> they yeah, solved yeah. it for, for, for one game can they sustain it for a series that remains to be seen but they it looks like they got it down at least for game one so I mean Luca had a minus 30 minus 30 20 points had to work not, for those, for those 20 points that's, that's not good and uh -uh. you know but, but like you said can the Warriors keep that up for three more games now here's the thing on the flip side the Mavs traditionally always lose the first game in playoff series just, just look at this season they lost against the Jazz. Yeah. And they lost against the Suns. So maybe the, the maps are like, we got Golden State right where we want them. <laughs> right. I mean, not, not to say that the maps are losing game one on purpose. I don't think that's the case at all. But I think, 
I, I guess uh, looking at it in a positive way of losing game one, you're able to assess, oh, okay, here are the adjustments we need to make. We need to make now going into game two. And it was actually what I found interesting about on the flip side to with Golden State um, was that it wasn't like um, a Steph Curry show by all means. Mm. A lot of guys were contributing in game one. Like Andrew Wiggins actually had a pretty solid game. I know he had seven, 19. Seven players with double figures yeah. by the Warriors. Yep. So I think it was Wiggins. I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. So it was Wiggins, Jamond Green, um, Kevin Looney, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, and Otto Porter Jr. They were all in double figures. So, and, and, and look, if if Andrew Wiggins is going to play like that every game, I don't think the Mavericks have a chance. There's just no way for them to combat all every offensive arsenal that the Warriors have. You know, because Wiggins has always been a streaky player. Uh, he's not a consistent player. You know, he hasn't Think we can be honest, he hasn't lived up to that number one pick, uh, uh, um, you know, weight that comes with that pick, you know. But, but, but the talent is there, and yeah. just, we, we've seen it in flashes, you know, from when he was with the Timberwolves and now with this time with the Golden State Warriors. We've seen the flashes, we've seen the talent is there, and we saw it in game one. So, I'm saying if he's gonna play like that the rest of the series, maps don't have a chance. This, this could be a five game series. Yeah, I mean, like, I, again, that's if Andrew Wiggins plays well the whole series. And I think you hit it right on the nail that he is very much a streaky player. Um, and, and to your point where he hasn't lived up to that, like, number one pick hype or threshold, per se, I think it's because you haven't seen him, like, fully put it together where um, throughout the season, you know, the type of player he's going to be, like, one, you know, one game he can very well look like that you know top number one pick and then mm -hmm. you have other games where he's just kind of there or whatever so but yeah i think yeah if if andrew wiggins is gonna play like this the rest of the series then i mean i don't think i mean i i still like dallas because honestly i did not have them making a western conference finals run i still think they got a chance but yeah, it'll be a tough hill to climb i mean the Warriors have numbers to throw at Luka as far as different defenders. You know, you have Dame, uh, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson. Um, you throw Jordan Poole on him, why not? Jordan, but I don't like Jordan Poole much. You know, if they had Gary Payne, they could maybe throw him. But, you know, the thing is... Gary Payne got to be healthy, though. <laughs> he got to be healthy, that's right. Uh, and, then, and then even then, Luka might have size on him. Uh, by the way, what are you drinking there, Alex? Are you drinking Topo Chico Hard Seltzer? Yeah. Oh, Topo Chico herself. So there it is. I'm drinking tropical mango. And you got I got um exotic pineapple. Exotic pineapple. So there you go, Topo Chico. I have I, I, I just got you another customer. So send that sponsorship the our way. <laughs> send them. Why money. is it exotic pineapple? Because you know, they don't just get it from the from the store. They don't just go get the pineapple from the store. They go to the exotic islands and, and so I guess they have to slap an exotic on there. To be honest, it's just marketing. <laughs> I mean, this is tropical mango. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, what's fine with just mango? What's fine with just pineapple? Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. No, but okay. but back to the back to the. I just realized the, there's a line. There's a line on the can. A lime. A lion. Oh yeah. That's like their uh, logo. That's been forever their logo. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Sorry, I'm getting off topic because yeah, we're talking- I'm staring at the can. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Mavs and the Golden State Warriors. I for this one, I picked the Golden State Warriors in, in six. So we'll see how that how that pre- uh, prediction comes out. You know, like I said, I think it all depends on how much they get out of Andrew Wiggins. That is uh, what I predict. Uh, something that I don't know if we predicted this season was the all NBA rookie team. So, Alex, I don't think we made our predictions on that. I know we we talked about it whenever Bill Simmons, um, you know, said uh, all F, right. F Jalen Green. And uh, speaking of Jalen Green, <laughs> he <laughs> made the all NBA rookie team first team, uh, as I expected that he would. Uh, just to kind of uh, tell our listeners, the first team was Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets, Evan Mobley of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's rookie of the year, Evan Mobley, mind you. Uh, Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors. Oh, Scotty hey. Barnes won um, rookie of the year. I, I, was it Scotty Barnes? Oh my god, was it? It was. I'm pretty sure it was Scotty Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I was like Evan Mobley. I was like, I, I, hey, you know, you could you could make the argument. Maybe I, I I thought he was, but yeah, Barnes was named the Rookie of the Year, and that's why he made the All NBA first team. Why did I think it was Mobley? You know why? Because I thought I thought he should have got it. Maybe I had it in, in my mind. Like that's what I'm gonna remember uh, okay. from this season. So I apologize, listeners. <laughs> and then uh, Kate Cunningham of the Detroit Pistons, France Wagner of the Orlando Magic, and out of those five, France Wagner is the one that surprised me you know he's not he was the uh he was still a lottery pick right or he was right uh uh was he a team pick oh yeah oh this is bad this is bad this is bad (laughs) i I know he played for for michigan so right uh, i think is it is it france god what draft pick was he sorry the number eight pick the number eight eight pick pick, yeah uh I feel like I should have known that. Whatever. But yeah, he uh he surprised me with with this play, and I I expected Jalen Suggs to actually make the team, but uh he's the one that that got the honors. But yeah, so what do you make of the All NBA first rookie team? Uh, I'm not mad at it. I think it's I think it's solid. I mean, I like every one of these guys. Obviously, Scotty Barnes winning Rookie of the Year. I mean, of course, he's gonna be on um all you know on the first team. Kate Cunningham. I mean, I mean, it's it's way too early to say if he's living up to the hype, but he's definitely like the bright star <laughs> in Detroit right now because Detroit has been down in the dumps for some time now. So he's definitely going to be the guy moving forward. Uh, I would say actually out of all these guys, I think Jalen Green has been the one that has stood out to me the most. Mm. Um, okay. In in Houston, I would and actually fr- friends, I think it's I think is it pronounced Wagner. Wagner, Wagner, yeah. Um, I want to say he was the one that kind of surprised me a little bit um, out of the first team. I guess just because, I mean, I'm not a big Orlando guy, so, I mean, I don't see um, a lot of Orlando too much. But, yeah, I mean, I know I know Evan, Evan Mobley was doing his thing in Cleveland. I did see him, so. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've obviously, I saw a, a lot of Jalen Green here playing uh, here in Houston. But I, I definitely like this team. I know... You know, we can also talk about the second uh, team, which was the second All-NBA team was. Uh, oh, I, I don't have the list anymore. But yeah, I, I got it. Bo- okay. Who was second? Um, so, yeah, Io DeSumo, Illinois guy. He made it to the second team. Chris Duarte uh, from the Indiana Pacers. Um, Josh Giddy from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Bones Highland from 
Denver and Herbert Jones from the New Orleans Pelicans to round out the All NBA um, rookie second team. I, I feel like Josh Kitty, I was really impressed with this game. And I think had they yeah. not shut him down, he could have probably cracked the All NBA, the, the, the All First Team uh, rookie team because he was playing really good. He has a good game. And I'm thinking, um, as we look to the 2022 NBA draft because the NBA just had their the, the draft lottery. Uh, the Orlando Magic have the number one pick. The Oklahoma City Thunder have the number two pick. The Rockets have the number three pick. The Kings have the number four pick. And the Pistons have the number five pick. But I want to focus on the number two pick with the Oklahoma City Thunder because there's a chance. I don't know why I have a feeling that Shed Holmgren is going to land in Oklahoma with the number two pick. And him and Josh Giddy are just going to I, I feel like their games are made for each other uh, with, with that team. Yeah. So, but yeah, so uh, that's our last topic, actually. Is if, if you guys can tell the 2022 NBA draft lottery, uh, the Magic have the number one pick for, I believe, the fifth time in their, in their franchise history. I think they're tied for their, they took the lead for the most. I think the second most was four was the Cleveland Cavaliers, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong on that. Might have to double check on me on that. But yeah, the Magic, the number one pick. Look at that. Who do you think they should take, Alex? Ooh. That's a good question. Shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> What's this? Um, oh my god, this guy out of um oh Auburn? Duke? Yeah. No, there's well, there's two guys. There's one guy from Auburn. Yeah, uh, that's uh Jabari Smith. Yeah. I'm thinking either Jabari Smith and oh my god, I'm playing. I'm this is pissing me off. Like, I'm been Jesus, my mind's been somewhere else today. This kid from Gonzaga, oh, yeah, yeah, Shea Holmgren. Thank you, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. You just said his name. I, oh I just said god. his name, yeah, you yeah. You just said his name. He, yeah. here's here's the interesting part of that Shea Holmgren was, I believe, high school teammates with Jalen Suggs, who played at Gonzaga, who is with the Orlando Magic. So, right. there's a chance that he could reunite with his high school buddy, high school teammate. Uh, I was blanking on his name. You just said it. I'm like, dude, like this is pissing me off. Like I just heard it and I can't freaking <laughs> say the name. Anyway, it's, go ahead. It's definitely, uh, there's been a lot of mock drafts already out there, you know, and, and the top four players as, as uh, from all drafts that I've seen all mock drafts are not in any particular order, but Shed Holmgren from Gonzaga, which is a, he's a forward center. Uh, Jabari Schmidt, we just talked about him. He's in Auburn. He's a forward. 6'10", who's like, I guess, a stretch four, power four. Paolo Banchero from Duke. He's a four, also 6'10". And then Jaden Ivey, uh, shooting guard, point guard, sorry, or guard uh, from Purdue. So those are the top four picks, I believe, in, in this draft. Uh, and I, to be honest, it, it could be, I could see Orlando going with Shea Holmgren or taking Jabari Smith. Um, and then from there, I, I still have a feeling. I don't know why I have a feeling that Shea Holmgren is going to land with Oklahoma, but I, I could see him landing in the Magic too. I think they could be, you know, the the promise of what he could be. Right. I could see Jaden Ivey landing with Sacramento. See, but I, I well, they already got De'Aaron Fox. Exactly. They don't right. say like like. Um, well, could you move De'Aaron Fox to the two? Because I feel like is Jaden Ivey more of a one or a two? Jesus. And I've seen him play, man, because he plays at Purdue. I think he he's more of a no. I, I won't speak. I, I didn't see much about him. I, he's I six, wanna... well. He's six foot. He's probably. I want to say he's a two. 
Yeah, I want to say Jay Navi's more of a two. So, I mean, maybe. Because yeah. I, 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 I could. Because what is it? Well, Houston has three. Jalen Green or Ford? Jalen Green, yeah. No, he's a shooting guard. He's a shooting guard. Yeah. So, I mean, well, who is your guys' point guard then? Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Okay, so maybe he's not. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe he's not going. Well, then. All right, well, Jaden Ivey's going to end up somewhere. I just, I, I don't know where. <laughs> I, he, he may have to be top five, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wonder if any of these teams will trade out of the top uh, picks, which I doubt it. You know, I know uh, they asked uh, Houston Rockets GM, um, what's, would they listen to offers? And of course, he said, you know, of course, we'll listen to offers. You know, you, you have to in this business. That doesn't mean we're going to pull it. But, right. but yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think all these teams are in rebuild mode. You know, the Magic, the Thunder, the Rockets, the the Kings. Uh, and then if you want to even go to five with the Pistons, the Pistons who had the number five, uh, the number one pick last year, they got the number five pick this year. Um, so I, I I do wonder with this draft is what's going to be the one player that kind of stands out. You know, how we're talking about, you know, in the last topic, France, Wagner, Wagner, Wagner. You know, he, he surprised at the number eight pick. No, which I guess should we say maybe not so much of a surprise because it's the number eight pick, right? I, I guess you should expect something. <laughs> uh, uh, but but uh, for example, you know who's the um, I'm not his name now. Uh, Adu Alsumu from Chicago. I said his name all wrong. Ayo Dasumu. Adu didn't saw you, <laughs> and you say his name so much. See, it happens. But yeah, you know he was a well, a late teen pick, and and he had a stellar season. You know, making the second team. So, so so I I'm interested in what kind of player. The, the the team's fine. Or like for example, in my hometown, the Houston Rockets, they have the 17 pick. Last year, when they had a, a pick in the teens, they picked Alper and Sangoon, who also received votes for All NBA Second Team uh, rookie. So I, I'm I'm interested to see who that player is going to be. I am too. I'm trying to, I, I mean, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone. I guess outside of the lottery. God, like, I don't want to, man, it's like, all right, all right, I'm just going to say it. I don't want to be lame, but like, um, Paolo, um, Banchero, yeah. out, of, out of Duke, I see, seeing him in the tournament, like, fully, like, you know, fully, that was the most I had really, um, seen him. I mean, I had seen a couple Duke games, but that was in the tournament, that's when I really saw him. And I like him. He, he, I like look, him. he has the size, he has the shooting touch, he, you know, uh, he comes from a good program in Duke, you know, led them to the to, to the final four. I, I thought he was gonna go ahead and lead them to, to the final. And I think that that would have lifted his stock. It's high right now, right? It would have lifted up even right. that much higher. Uh but no, I think he showed off in the tournament. You know, he was showing off throughout the season, right? But I think to me his tournament is where you show off because that's when it, it matters a lot more. Right. And like what is it? I wanna so all right, so I got some stats for you. Um average 17 points a game, seven Let's just round it up. Eight rebounds per game. Um, shot forty-seven percent from the field. So I mean, and and honestly, like, was I want to say he's six ten, but he doesn't play like he's six ten. Oh. I feel like he's very athletic. Yeah, for um a six ten forward. Um, I guess you could say you know stretch forward. And I I, I want to say you just you just mentioned that he's got a soft touch to him, which I really like. Um, especially from a four. I think that's something that you kind of. 
I guess maybe even need at this point if you want to excel mm-hmm. yeah. in the NBA, you know, especially at that at that size. Um, and I feel like well, I, I guess what stands out to me is that is that field goal percentage. You also you can shoot the three a little bit at thirty three percent. But what I like about it is that he takes a lot of um, Jesus. What's the word I'm looking for? High percentage shots or term I should say. So I mean. I feel like he he takes smart shots per se. He doesn't force a lot too much. At mm-hmm. least just from from what I saw. Look, I'm not no <laughs> Duke expert by any means, but um, you know, this is my sample size from from the tournament. I just felt like um shots that he was putting up were very near close to the rim, kind of like a lot of short mid range um type of shots. You know, like for the most part, like I wasn't mad at anything he really put up. No, yeah, of course. You know, I think uh, to me, like I said, what I saw in the tournament from from him, I think that can translate to the NBA easily, especially with with, with today's more free flowing offenses. And you know, I don't say trigger happy, right? But there's a lot of shots being taken from outside yeah. the wing, and you know, he can he has that 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 shot that that stroke. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how how the drafts. Uh, and and I don't think any team will any in the top five picks will make any trades. Watch as I say that now trades will happen right and, yeah <laughs> uh seems like a pretty kind of like star-studded draft this year as as you can tell if you haven't heard at this point i probably need to do do some more excuse me research so probably be doing that at least right before the draft that way i know <laughs> a little bit more but yeah i think this at least the top five i don't really see anybody moving around too much especially okc i mean well they got yeah. a ton of first round picks so Oh, definitely 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 uh so yeah so that is our last topic on our 57th episode last week i said this was gonna be our 58 but i was mistaken last week was our 57 56 sorry episode this episode that you're listening to is a numbers are hard man seven numbers are hard which is why Never. i am a writer yeah, i like man. words i prefer words than numbers yeah, man, but- this that's right, why right. that's why I got that degree in journalism. I was like, all right, what can I do that has like the least amount of math? And once I found out journalism was a thing, I'm like, this is that's it. it. That's this it. is it. That is my calling. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It Definitely. Um, any plans for the weekend, Alex? Work. Work, 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 <laughs> work. Go get them Chicago Cubs. Uh, all right. Thank you, people, for listening to the 57th. Come back next week for the 58th episode. We'll see where the series is are at by then. Uh, hopefully, we got some close games to talk to. Hopefully, some bus beaters. I feel we need more bus beaters in this playoff series, Alex. I mean, in this whole playoffs in general. Yeah, man. I mean, well, yeah, no, we do. I don't know. The playoffs has just been kind of meh to me. Like, nothing... I don't know. I, I I expected I just I guess more back and forth, you know, and like you said, Rocky type of style um, series, and it's just I mean, granted, like Dallas and Phoenix went to a game seven, but like just Dallas just smoked Phoenix. I thought that was just gonna go down to the wire, overtime and stuff like that. And we haven't seen that so far. We have not. We have not. So come back next week, and maybe we'll have something to talk about. But thank you so much for listening to the Basketball Fiends, and don't forget to subscribe. See ya. Deuces. With 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.